comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This is Abe. Hello. Out now is a film podcast as Abe and I discussing new movies weekly. However, every now and then we like to do some random bonus episodes such as this one, and this is a this is one that I'm pretty excited for. I think we all are because it's our summer box office gamble result show. Insert explosions. <laughs> Previously, in the summer around May, a little after, like right after the Avengers came out, actually, I believe we did it. We did an episode where we all pitched what we thought would be the biggest box office hits of the summer. It's a competitive list as in we all had different lists of the top 10 movies. We thought would be the biggest at the box office. And now with the end of summer have happened for the movies, we are going to have the results and it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. So, uh, joining us in this excitement and to see, you know, who came out on top. We have a writer for things to know about the movies and moviesmackdown.com, a rocker for our ages, Adam Gentry, Booyah. We have writer for Fast Film Reviews, the man who sunk my destroyer, Mark Hoban. Hey, everyone. Writer for the VHS Diaries, the secret agent with no memory of his past, Alan Aguilera. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, are we all doing well right now? We good? I'm well, eager I want to hear what feet. place I'm in. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We'll see yeah. how that goes. Scared. So competitive. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay, before before we get into the summer box office way thing, um... We found out today that um, actor Michael Clark Duncan passed away, and that's that was a little upsetting. I mean, you know, I, I certainly like Michael Clark Duncan in his work. I, he, he's a big presence on screen, obviously, but also probably in you know, heart and, and, you know, big bareness, I like to say. So I, I uh, was th- just thinking about, you know, Michael Clark Duncan roles, and I was thinking, what, what do you guys think? What, what are, like, movies that you enjoy him in? Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, Armageddon is so good. I really like him in The Island. Yeah? Yep. I like him in uh, The Whole Nine Yards. That's the uh, that's a movie I really enjoy. That's like he, and he's really funny in that movie. He just seemed like a really good guy. I mean, I, obviously, I never met him. I don't think any of us did. But he just seemed like a really, just a nice, gentle, giant kind of a... That's, yeah, that's the impression that I got off him. Even when he's you know playing more intimidating parts, it seems like he's that kind of guy where he's certainly quite large and has that, that commanding voice, but he's probably like a really like gentle, giant-type figure. Yeah, he was actually uh, recently on uh, the Craig Ferguson show when they went to Scotland, and uh, he was a really nice guy. He's just like really friendly with everybody over there, and so it's kind of a it's kind of a shocker that this is happening. Yeah, it seemed it seemed like he's he seemed like a guy that would probably be you know probably find making fun of himself kind of that kind of attitude that you know it's fun it's fun to see actors kind of you know go go with roll with. So unfortunate, it was unfortunate passings, and he will be missed. Yeah, certainly thinking about his family tonight. All right, so with that out of the way, what's um. Let's uh, just get right to it. We got the, uh, the summer box office results here. So I'm going to, first I'm going to read what the biggest movies were, and I'll go from bottom to top, and then I'll go over the rules of the contest again, like how the scoring works and everything. Then we'll, you know, see, found out who wins, who won, who lost. So I'm going to start with, the, I'm going to go with the top 15, just because why not? So 
Uh, even though we only did top 10, I'm going to read the 15 places. And in 15th place, uh, The Expendables 2 came in, $66 million. And still growing, but I mean, whatever. The Campaign, 14, 73 million. Dark Shadows in 13th, 79 million. The Born Legacy in 12th place of 96 million. Magic Mike in 11th place with 113 million. And now the top 10. Prometheus, 126 million. Snow White and the Huntsman, 155 million. Eighth place, Ice Age Continental Drift with 155.6 million. Close one on that one. That's why I wanted to wait to make sure. In seventh place, Men in Black 3 with 178 million. In sixth place, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted with 213 million. In fifth place, Ted with 215 million. In fourth place, Brave with 231. Amazing Spider-Man in third place of 259. The Dark Knight Rises in second place with 431 million. And the winner of the box office of summer, Marvel's The Avengers with 619 million. So, those are our overall results. A lot of us picked Dark Knight to be number one. So, <laughs> that certainly may have been a factor or may not have been a factor in this. Let's see, because the point system is pretty elaborate. I'll have to go over this. Also, none of us picked Magic Mike, and that was probably the biggest surprise in terms of optimism. Yeah. Maybe Ted as well, because that's pretty high. I mean, it's fifth place in the summer overall. Yeah, I don't think any of us really called Ted to be as, as high as it was. was. Okay, so, how, here's how the scoring works. So, you can... you. For every pick, every pick we had, you can only get the highest number of points that are available to that entry. So, with that said, if you picked number one or number ten dead on, you get thirteen points. Any numbers two through nine exactly right. If you got the exact position, then you got ten points. If you're if one of your picks was only one spot away from where it ended up, seven points. If it was two spots away, five points. If you had any pick in the top three, in the top five, top sorry. If you had any pick. Anywhere in the top ten, you got three points. And if any of your dark horses made it into the top ten, you got one point. I am so glad I didn't have to Okay, so I've tallied up all these <laughs> points several times. Several times to make sure. To make absolute sure who got what score. You'd be a great editor. <laughs> I, I have a very fancy Excel spreadsheet in front of me. I can get, it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> nice. With all that said, let's get to who got bottom place in all of this. It is me. I was in last place. Oh. Really? Whoa! I'm surprised. <laughs> the key, the key reason why? Because I picked Brave ahead of Spider-Man. Uh, here's my top ten. I had The Dark Knight Rises, Avengers, Brave, Spider-Man, Men in Black Three, The Bourne Legacy, Snow White and the Huntsman, Prometheus, Rock of Ages, Madagascar, and then my dark horses were Ted, Dark Shadows, and Ice Age Four. Oh, you had Rock of Ages in your yes, top ten. Yes, I did. 10? So that, oh, that nailed me. Born Legacy didn't do as well as though, and I had that pretty high, which is... I should point out that G.I. Joe was a big thing, too, because because we had to shift that out of all of our top ten lists, or most of our top ten lists. Right. That means we all had to shift one up. So that 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 messed around with things. I mean, I mean even... I don't know. That we'll, we'll never have a real idea of how that went. Thanks, Army yeah. Man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ted gave me one point, but... It was the key was brave was the brave and Spider Man were the reasons I am not higher up in this ranking. <laughs> I yeah I absolutely remember the the night that we recorded the the show. I think we were all shocked when you chose Brave third. Um, I I mean to it's not I mean it's only what it's not I mean it wasn't too far off it did it did well it did uh, but yeah that that was the reason that I came in in last place that, that, but uh I mean that's my that's me that's me that's my problem no I'm not bitter. Yes I am. Uh, <laughs> well, kudos okay, to you. So, um, with that, I think 
between each of us, we're all going to kind of go over what we thought were the biggest hits and misses and some surprise disappointments of the summer. So I'm just going to kind of go through some of mine, which actually made into an article, which I posted on my own site in Why So Blue. Okay, so yeah, my best movie, the, my favorite movies of the summer. I, I really enjoyed The Avengers, Dark Knight, obviously. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom was a movie I really adored. Uh, Paranorman. Uh, I also really enjoyed, and I didn't rank any of these, but Paranorman's maybe my favorite movie of the summer. Um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, the Steve Carell, Keira Knightley movie that I... Paranorman is your favorite film of the, of the summer, or maybe? Yeah, if I, I, I haven't put too much, because I, I specifically didn't want to rank them. See, th- this is why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. God, I it's love really that film. Good. Movie's really, it's really good. good. But yeah, Paranorman, I just... And it's like... I wish I want to see it more. Like that, it's a movie. Like I've seen Dark Knight Rises four times, and I've seen it that way because it's an IMAX. And when am I going to get the chance to see it in that format again? Because it's just ginormous. But Paranorman, I really love that movie. <laughs> like it's fantastic. Not to take away from any other ones too, because I really did love Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which I really liked a lot. Like it hit me at just the right time when I saw the movie, and I really dug it quite a bit. And of course, Avengers was just blindingly fun. I mean, that's just an enjoyable movie to watch. Well, the thing with Paranorman, I I think I even made fun of it um, in our summer, our first summer like countdown thing, um, because I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a top movie. I really liked it, and I only saw it because Aaron was so like positive on it when I hung out with him one night. He's like, go see it, go see it now. That movie was really good, and I liked it. And um, someone on Twitter, I can't remember who, they equated it to the Iron Giant, where ten years from now people are gonna be upset that he didn't get a chance to that's see it. That's fair. Theater. I think that's. And it's going to be really beloved. And I'm so happy I saw it. And it was such a good movie. And thank you so much, Aaron, for forcing me to go <laughs> yeah, see it. No problem. Because it was so much fun. I just I loved it. The score was awesome. That's probably my second favorite movie this summer. But it was so good. He's just trying to make you feel better because you thank finished you, that. Yeah. Let's get to some of the – speaking of fun, let's get to some of these worst movies that I saw this summer. The first off, two of these were a double dose because I saw both of these in the same day. But Piranha 3D, 3DD, and Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, they're just bad movies. They're not like Snow White, Piranha Double D. You should know that that's going to be bad. I, no, not necessarily because Piranha, because Piranha 3D was a, that was a big surprise of anything of that summer when that came out, and it was even that one was. It's kinda, a fun movie. It's enjoy. It's everything that w- one would want from this movie. That's good. Piranha 3 Double D is the movie that they expected Piranha 3D to be, which is just this terrible schlocky god-awful thing that's terribly made and cheap and nonsense it's it's a horrible movie like it's, it's a horrible i mean that's it, it was released on video yeah, on it didn't, put, it, didn't set, it, didn't yeah. it didn't set me up to be like oh man this is right. gonna be good but at least i thought at least be like entertainingly bad and it wasn't even that it's just bad it's just it's awful it's an right. awful movie <laughs> and total recall was the other one because Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up if you were. Oh, of course, Abe. Again, oh. I will bring up any opportunity I can to make fun of Total Recall <laughs> as it comes out of theaters. Damn this non-live. The most movie. unnecessary movie of the year, Total Recall. And mm. uh, to get to some disappointments, oh, disappointed Battleship. I think I think oh, we yeah. all, at least Alan, Jordan, Abe, and I, we all wanted to like have fun watching Battleship. But we didn't even have that. Absolutely. Like it wasn't even like silly yeah. fun. It was just bad. It was just boring. Speaking of boring, The Born yeah. Legacy. I was also disappointed. I was that was my biggest letdown because I was I was really looking forward to the Warner Legacy. Yeah, I like that movie. I did not dig it. I uh, no, I, I didn't. Know, I, I mean, dug it. It wasn't as good as I, the other ones. But disappointments. I liked it. They're not. I'm not saying these are horrible movies. I just didn't dig the movie. I was let down by it. I was let down by Border Legacy the same way I was let down by Quantum of Solace. Uh, which going okay. into it, where I'm like, yeah, all right, a new entry in the Bourne franchise. I really love the Bourne franchise, and this movie is just subpar for me, especially for with sure. all the things going into it. Like Jeremy Renner, that's a solid replacement for Matt Damon. I would say. 
having right. Ed Norton and Rachel Weisz in the mix, not bad either, right? It's like you had every like reason to believe that it would be at the same level. Yeah. What's the what's the screenwriter That's right? Tony, Who's directing Tony this Gilroy, one? Who and made Michael Clayton in Duplicity? Like he's a really good yeah. filmmaker. I didn't think it was. I mean, I was entertained by it. It was fine, but it wasn't. It was just fine. It wasn't like spectacular. Yeah. I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't impressed. There you go. Men in Black 3 was my biggest surprise this summer. Um, not only did I... Like, it could have easily been a huge disaster given all we were hearing about it in advance, but the movie turned out to not only be, like, really enjoyable, but upon watching it, like, a second time, I, I think it's the best movie in the Men in Black. It's not saying a whole lot, but I, I think it's the best movie in that franchise. I mean, we can discount the second one, but at least the first one's really solid. And I like Men in Black 3 more than that. Like, I think it's, I think it's just a really solid fun sci-fi comedy movie with like surprising emotion going on in it it was just a really i was i was surprised at how entertained i was by men in black 3 and uh ted ted was my other surprise is uh i i expected just family guy the movie and it was more than that i i liked it all right so moving on next up the person in in fourth place with 53 points alan aguilera damn it oh okay <laughs> alan you had the dark knight rises the Avengers, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man, Men in Black 3, Brave, Snow White, Prometheus, Madagascar, Ice Age, and then Battleship. And you're Sounds like a strong back to your dark horses were Ted, were Ted, Born Legacy, and Expendables 2. I gotta give it to you guys for both of you picking Ted as a dark horse. That's, like, impressive. I did not well, expect it seems that. like, I mean, you always get that one, like, big comedy of the summer, and it feels like Ted was that but movie. Look, there's several comedies this yeah. uh, summer, and some were good, and some were not mm-hmm. good. All right, well, Alan, you want to go into some of your biggest hits and misses in some? Well, I already talked about Paranorman, how that was one of my biggest surprises, one of my biggest hits, what I really liked. Um, I, I, I can still defend Prometheus because I really like that movie. Yes. And it's still okay. my favorite movie this summer. Over, yes. it's, it's awesome. it, I really like that movie. I can't. I love, and I love the fact that you say that because I've heard so many people dump on it. Like, no. and I, yeah, and I don't get it. It's silly. Like, and then it'd be, probably be that. It's a really good I, movie. It was. With all its loopholes and faults, I don't care. I still liked it. It was still more intelligent than half the other direct that came out this summer. Awesome. I think this summer was more front-loaded than um, with good movies because it was starting to die down when Dark Knight came out. But since it, when Dark Knight came out, Rises, um, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. It wasn't even my favorite movie this summer. But I think it was still a – we, we've been through it. It's still a tr- strong choice, and I still like that movie. And I also really enjoyed um, – Ted, for for as much as I didn't expect a lot, I thought it was really fun and dumb, and I really was into it. And then obviously the Avengers. Avengers was just a comic boy's wet dream. But I'm sure, Alan, I'm sure it was also biggest... a comic girl's wet dream as well. That's not okay. Fine. <laughs> it's a you. It's a it's a by gender. Everyone dream, everyone's like moist after the Avengers. I think that's what we're trying to say. It's it's my <laughs> twilight. <laughs> So that was those are those are strong movies and those are strong choices. But I also was really disappointed in the campaign. You were really disappointed um, in the campaign. I really, oh, I really didn't think it was funny. I, I'm a huge. I like politics a lot, so I was really into it. And then I was like, this sounds awesome. And I really like Jay Roach's other movies. Um, Recount. Yeah, I, I love really that movie. movie. Really strong, really funny, but it didn't dumb it down. Where campaign was just dumbing everything down. I think it was a really strong SNL skit. But nothing more than that. I was just kind of disappointed, and it just I just didn't like that. Um, Battleship, obviously, didn't like it. Ugh, f that movie. <laughs> just it just frustrates me for all the potential it had to be garbage. It just. <sighs> and I'll then, say this um... about Battleship because I did have to rewatch. I had to review the Blu-ray, and um, 
Tim Riggins tries his hardest to make that movie good. Like he's he yeah, really he... tries, but it just does not pay off for him. Um. Oh, another one. Two movies that came out the same weekend: Brave and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I think Pixar didn't really hit the mark with Brave for it being a good Pixar movie. I think it's somewhere in the DreamWorks realm of animation. Um, I expected too much. And Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter wasn't as much fun as it needed to be. I would agree with that. It wasn't, it just kind of sat there for me. It wasn't like a huge disappointment because I wasn't necessarily thinking it was going to be amazing, but at the same time. I was thought it was going to be fun, like Battleship, and it wasn't. It was just kind of needlessly violent when it wasn't, I didn't get any fun out of it. And then I think my biggest personal disappointment is that I didn't get a chance to see Moonrise Kingdom in my in my schedule of movie watching. Yeah. I just never, I just never got the chance. So I'm probably just gonna pick yeah. it up on Blu-ray next. It'll be out in month. October, I believe. Yeah, I'll pick that up, and that way I won't feel so guilty. But I just never got a chance to see it. No, yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, and I think that's kind of it. Uh, the summer, the summer had a lot of possibilities to be great, and it just kind of fell flat every chance I wanted to give it. You got Prometheus out of it. I got Prometheus, I got Avengers, and I got Dark Knight. But it's bad that the highlight of my summer was Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm as a big movie file as I am. Prometheus was really cool. I was really pumped for it. And Comic-Con was really fun. But now it's just kind of turning where everything's just moments in films and not like an actual strong, coherent film. And that's what I'm longing. I'm not, we're not getting Jaws anymore. We're just getting the snippets of great movies. And I think that's a shame for us as movie fans. I think you're generalizing a bit too much. I am right. a bit much. And also amazing Spider-Man. I don't, I didn't think it was as bad as people yeah, thought. I, that's another movie that, I mean, it's just, it's, it just sat anyway, there overall yeah. me, but I mean, I still liked it quite a bit and I'd recommend it. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really come across any people that thought it was bad. I've come across, I think I've come there. across plenty that I think exaggerates I, on it. Like I think people mm-hmm. like think it's probably okay or fine, but when they talk about it to other people, they're like, Oh man, that was like, oh, Spider-Man, whatever. I mean, I've heard some people really jump on the movie. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't offer perspective. But I mean, I've, it's been all over the map. But people, just some people I, love it, some people hate it. You know, it's hard to, to read. I, I think a lot of it has to do with what your expectations are. And if you had really high expectations, then you are going to dump on it because it seems kind of unnecessary. It doesn't really. It's sort of like while you're watching it, like why did this need to be made? It just seems like just sort of a reinterpretation of the original film. Even the final product of that movie, I would say, yeah, because, I mean, it was advertised as being something completely different, the untold story, Mm -hmm. and it's not that. Yeah. At all. And I thought the villain was weak in that. Yeah. Like, noticeably weak in in a way that usually the villain can be kind of the most, can be the best part of a superhero film, and that one was bad, actually. So, okay, let's get to our next next runner-up, then, in third place. 55 points. Mark Hoban. Okay, that's gonna... If you're in top ten, you had The Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers, The Amazing Spider-Man, Brave, Men in Black 3, Snow White and the Huntsman, The Bourne Legacy, Prometheus, Madagascar 3, Ice Age, Continental Drift, and then Rock of Ages, Dark Shadows, and Total Recall were your dark horses. Right, so like, I I had uh, Bourne Legacy up a lot higher than I thought it would, that, that it mm-hmm. did do, and, and I didn't foresee Ted, so those were kind of my misses, yeah. I think. And, uh, yeah, yeah, your dark horses did. did My dark horses were yeah. terrible. They're all bombs, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Well, the happiest surprises are a lot of these sort of more independent type pictures. I really loved Beasts of the Southern Wild. I thought that was really quite an extraordinary film. Um, and I think we might even see more of that film when it comes to Oscar time, if if people can still remember it, because I think there's some 
at least one, maybe two really good performances. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I'm going to kind of reiterate some of the things you've already said. I loved Moonrise Kingdom. I love Wes Anderson and the movie delivered on everything I expected. It's actually the second biggest hit of his career. So uh, people really loved it. So I was happy to see that it, it was a, a success, you know, for, for him. Um, Paranorman, I loved it. Uh, definitely a, one of those films like uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got, got kind of a, a horror theme, and but it definitely kind of can play to adults. And I, I, I definitely intend to watch that like every Halloween. Did you feel it also on. delivered on kind of like a like an '80s kind of Spielberg vibe, like the Amblin kind of vibe, like? So oh yeah, something. yeah, the, uh, totally like the Goonies, yeah. what they had the four the four people in the car, and yeah. they were like, yeah. Actually, I, I don't of, recall, uh, Mark. Did you are you were you a fan of Super Eight last year? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I liked okay, it. Because yeah. I because I feel like because I was describing Paranorman as like the movie I wanted Super Eight to be, and I still like Super Eight quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I I like Super Eight. It was fine, but yeah, to me, Super Eight kind of felt like a a riff on the goonies yeah you know but um, but but yeah i like the what's the, the the interplay between the different characters in paranorman even more okay. so i i thought it really had kind of a subversive feel to it too like i like um uh children's films you know things like the original uh willy wonk on the chocolate factory i like that that have sort of an evil undercurrent that sort of it's sort of for kids but then there's sort of like an evilness to it and paranorman definitely had that so I, I like that, and uh, and then a little picture that I don't I, I know Aaron you saw it nobody else saw it but uh, the Untouchables it's a French film and I really enjoyed that it's was a one of the biggest hits that's ever been in France but it really didn't do a whole lot of business here but I really like that a lot so oh and then I'm going to mention two documentaries too that you didn't mention but Searching for Which Sugar I saw Man last night actually uh, or, or yesterday yeah. I, I really liked it? it a lot I I I, I know you I'm like I, no, Aaron's gonna love this film. And then another film too was The Imposter, and I thought both of them for different oh, reasons. Yeah, but yeah I saw that with Alan and I saw that together. That movie's just is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. I really, I think I like The Imposter maybe a little bit better, but um, but both of them are definitely well worth seeing. His music is really good, actually. I, I actually I got the soundtrack and everything too, and I, I actually really enjoy it. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually I got teary eyed at the end. That's like how much the film affected me. So. And I didn't expect that to happen. So that was like a nice surprise. Um, as far as disappointments, oh, I really, I love Tim Burton and I really wanted to love Dark Shadows, but it just, it didn't deliver for me at all. I, I just, I didn't care for it at all. And then um, there were some nice things about it, the, the look of it and everything. For 125 million, it better look good. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 you know, it had, I mean, it had its moments. I, I, I wouldn't say it was completely worthless, but it, it just, I couldn't get into the story. Uh, Rock of Ages was pretty worthless. I mean, what annoys me about Rock of Ages is the guy that directed it, Adam Shankman, is an actual choreographer. Yet the dancing in the film is horrible. There's you can't see any of it. It's edited, so you don't, you can't even tell whether the people can dance or not. So it failed even on a basic dance level. Uh, and then, let alone the story was just it wasn't good. Um, yeah. The show notes. Can we post Mark's review for Rock I can of do Ages? That. Yeah. Because he wrote it's a very a good review. I like that review. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we could post that in the show notes, I would just – it would bring some sunshine to my day. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. The, I, the thing is, too, like I wanted to write the review. Like I hated it so much, but I wanted it to be like helpful. Like, Adam, I know you can direct – I mean he directed Hairspray, and I actually really enjoy that film. So I walked into – and I've actually seen Rock of Ages perform live on, uh, you know, on the stage, too. So I had like – 
I mean, it's it's a silly film, but I mean, or a silly story. But I I really expected a lot more of it, and it just it didn't deliver. And then worst film of the year for me, and Aaron, you even already mentioned this one, but Snow White and the Huntsman. I really I really had high expectations, and it was really awful. Like I really like I really hated this film a lot. So that's was the biggest disappointment for me. And then See, I, I mean, wasn't disappointed by that movie at all. Yeah, I mean it looked, it looked okay. okay like me. I like, thought I was looking they, forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it looked it looked fine, but I just one of the problems I had with it is it's supposed to be Snow White and Kristen. I guess I just don't like Kristen Stewart. She first of all, Charlize Theron is on the screen, and then Kristen Stewart is the fairest yeah, of them all. That Kristen Stewart's more beautiful. Yeah, it didn't it didn't make any sense. And then she looks filthy through the film. She's like dirty and in in a dungeon and. Mm-hmm. And then, and at the end, she becomes Joan of Arc and goes to battle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? 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 I don't. Charlie Sterling's crow porting all over the place, but not doing it enough. It's so the sequel will be the uh, the Passion of Snow White. I kind of was hoping that maybe uh, Charlie Theron would go full out camp value, like Faye Dunaway, Mommy <laughs> Dearest, and just go go for it. But she didn't really quite go for it, and the rest of the film was too serious to really have that kind of a performance in the film. So it was just kind of somber. That's for sure. It was, it just sort of sat there. So I couldn't get any joy out of it. So I was, I was disappointed, but yeah. And then, you know, I loved all the big hits, the dark Knight rises and the Avengers. Those were good. Um, I I was kind of disappointed by Spider-Man and brave, but I mean, I enjoyed them, but they probably weren't as great as I thought. Well, I don't think with this year is that at least the better movie was, the box office winner not like it's like transformers one year it's it was actually a good movie that made the most money this year right, so right. well there were two really, yeah yeah those two i'm like okay okay i'd rather those two oh, be the number one than i loved i was surprised i really loved ted i didn't expect much of it before it came out and it turned into something really you know i, I really enjoyed it and i actually did kind of like the campaign too not not as much as ted but I, I, the campaign doesn't aim for high political intellectual comedy it doesn't it's just in fact anyone whether no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on you're probably going to enjoy it because it doesn't go for the it doesn't go for targets it just it's, it's just kind of a well, silly it's still thing. it just seems it was, like way too simplistic like i mean it i mean it yeah. just it feels like the, like even other other will ferrell films have snuck in like a little bit more biting social commentary and like i i think this i think the campaign just didn't deliver in that at all like it my fellow Americans, the better political comedy. My fellow Americans the, with, the, the uh, with Garner yeah. and Jack Lemmon with a, and Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Hey, the chief, he's the chief and he needs Yeah, I did. I did like the sort of interplay between Will Ferrell and Zach uh, Galifianakis, and the way he's like transformed from this sort of like little ineffectual guy into this like political. I think, yeah, I can agree because I did like the movie overall. Like it, it made me giggle enough where I was just kind of like into it. And I actually like. I was surprised with that there was a higher percentage of jokes that I enjoyed that I didn't enjoy. That's, yeah, so that's what, I'm not saying it's yeah, it's not it wasn't great. I mean, I'm but I I did enjoy it. So I I definitely say it was one of that's the where I'm at as well. Like yeah, the majority of jokes jokes I enjoyed opposed to dislike. So that's why like I was into it enough. But, but there's a scene in the, at the dinner table where uh, Zach talks to his family and says, let's get all of our scandals out in the open. And those, when they start like divulging their secret, I was dying. I mean, like I was laughing about as hard at that scene as I did in anything this year. So that alone was like enough to make me say, whoa, this surprised me. It was better than I thought. 
honestly, I think that scene would have been hit me more if we didn't see if we didn't see that scene at Comic Con. Oh, because okay. at Comic Con oh, there was a scene. That, that, well, I, I mean, I was sitting right next to you. I did that didn't ruin it for me. Like I was still into it. I don't know what it is. I don't. Know. I don't know. And uh, I think Dylan yeah. McDermott was hilarious in that movie, and he's someone I always find boring. <laughs> and I was like, he's killing it in the campaign. Right. He was eating cereal. That, before, yeah, that killed. Yeah, that part. No, like, you're right. Me. That seems awesome. Now uh, he's kind of the he's kind of the acting uh, successor to Sam Waterston, <laughs> and I think yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know if you if I, I know you know what I mean. To, yeah. And he, right, and he was good. He was in a way that he's not usually that like oh. affecting. So if they were to do a newsroom flashback. He has a role. Yeah, exactly. He'll be he'll play young Sam Waterston. I like leaving Abe and uh, and Adam in suspense. By the way, on who won, but uh, let's just so let's just keep talking about the campaign. <laughs> All right. Okay. We can we can move on. All right. So, how about them Dodgers? Right. You watched the baseball lately? It's been an exciting season. Nice delay. Nice delay tactics. All right. So okay. Drum roll. In second place. Second place. We have Abe, which means Adam Gentry is the winner of the Stock Summer Summer Congratulations, Adam! Are you kidding? 69 points. How the heck did that happen? Here we go. I'm going to read. Abe, you had 63 points, and your top 10 list went The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, The Amazing Spider Man, Men in Black 3, Brave, Prometheus, Ice Age, Expendables 2, Madagascar 3, Snow White, Rock of Ages, Total Recall, and Abraham Lincoln Van Biner. Sorry. The Dark Horses were Rock of Ages, Total Recall, and Abraham Lincoln Van Biner. The Dark Horses. Uh, and all those bombed anyway. But, okay, so yeah. So, yeah. Abe, you were, you correctly picked Avengers as the number one movie of the summer, which did give you an early lead when I was calculating all these points. You were – but then I got to Adam. Now, the thing with Adam is even though he did not pick Avengers to be number one, he did pick Prometheus to be number ten, and that gives you the same amount of points. That's and correct, because yeah. also every he had so many others line up pretty well, he's the ultimate winner here. I was I, I was I was in a little bit of disbelief, so, but here we go. Adam, oh, Adam, your top ten went: The Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers, Amazing Spider-Man, Brave, Madagascar, Men in Black Three, The Bourne Legacy, Snow White, Battleship, and Prometheus, and then Ice Age, Rock of Ages, and Dark Shadows, or Dark Horses. So congratulations, Adam. Um, yeah, yeah. The Prometheus was Prometheus was what you Prometheus gave it to you. The <laughs> fact that you had Snow White like fairly close to where it was helped you out. Um, Men in Black Three, you had um, also very close. Like Men in Black and Madagascar, you had pretty 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 close. And then like Spider Man Brave, those were dead on. Like all you guys had Spider Man and Brave, so those all helped you out tremendously. And then you know it was pretty big mix around at that point. So. Wow, I'm shocked. I really thought Abe had this one in the bag. <laughs> I thought so too. Wow. I, um, so at this point, should should I go first? I'll, I'll let Abe talk go first. Yeah, let's get to Abe first. Abe, what were your biggest hits and misses of the summer? Uh, yeah, just like everyone had said, like the large movies of the summer. Uh, you know, Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers, was really fun. Um, some of the biggest surprises that I that I enjoyed were Killer Joe, <laughs> um, and <laughs> Safety Not Guaranteed. I, I really like that movie a lot. Uh, obviously, Moonrise Kingdom is in there as well, but uh, yeah. And uh, Mark, you had brought up Beast of the Sun Wild. I I like that more upon reflection of the film. You'd um, like you'd like ju- you'd like just seen it, right? Like when we did our recording for that one. Yeah, I had just seen it, and so it was like it was still sinking in, and I was thinking about it a lot. And I was uh, the more I thought about it, the more I, I seemed to have enjoyed it um, quite a bit. Um, obviously, the worst was like Total Recall. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't believe we did that. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, biggest disappointment, Battleship. I, I, I was, I was excited for that. Tim Riggins, fan of the show. I mean, a uh, friend Riggins. of the show. And 
it was just it was a mess. It was just it wasn't even exciting. It was just really boring. Then everyone just from World War Two decided to show up and help out. And uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, good on them, but at the same time, come yeah, on, guys, let's. Make I'll a- say this about um getting back to some of the indies i had like in my in my my own summer write-up I, I had a list of the indies that deserve more love and safety yeah. not guaranteed is certainly one of those as well that's a movie that actually upon further reflection on my part after i re- wrote the review for that one i actually uh appreciated a lot more and i'm looking forward to checking it out again uh i absolutely want to do that again as have, well. have any yeah. of you guys seen safety yeah. not guaranteed i, I haven't okay, yet yeah. no i haven't yeah, it's, it's worth it's and it has it has some good there's some good poignancy in that film as well so I, yes I, Certainly recommend it when it hits and when it hits uh, DVD or Blu-ray. DVD, yeah. Um, one other film that uh, technically isn't a summer film, but I saw it during the summer that I really enjoyed was the FP. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, it's just I know that that's been out for about maybe like eight months. No, now, no, it like... came it came out on Blu-ray during the summer. I mean, it it was it was, it was okay. out yeah. like in what like March maybe April. Okay, but. That one was... <laughs> I'm happy you enjoyed that movie as much as you did, apparently. Yeah. It's called The FP. About? It is this um, very independently made um, post-apocalyptic film that involves playing a, a riff on Dance Dance Revolution to the death. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it has a lot inspired by, like, the Warriors and, like, um, in the, road, the Road Warrior. Like, that guy. It's... It's entertaining if you're the right kind of person that want to see like a light entertaining, right? But yeah, so that that's a that's some of the list. All right, and uh, so okay, so let's get to our big winner for the box office gamble, Adam. What were your biggest hits and misses of the summer? I, first off, I'm shocked. I thought he had this one in the bag because he was the only guy that picked uh, Avengers to be number you, one. Because the rest you of got us... that Prometheus pull. That's what nailed it for it. Like I'll say this: if I if I switched Brave and Amazing Spider-Man, I would have been third. I would have been second place, but. Uh... Um, okay, uh, favorites of the summer. Um, one of my all-time favorites for the summer, and I'm, I have a feeling it's going to figure pretty highly on my top ten for the year, is also one of the biggest surprises um, for my summer, which would be Moonrise Kingdom. Because I'm not really a big Wes Anderson fan. I mean, I like some of his films. I really dislike others. Um, and so for this one to turn out to be as charming and as sweet and just as – I mean, it's the kind of movie you just want to – it's like a hug. You know, it just sort of, it's, it's there for you. It's this sweet little story about these sweet little people. He's not, Anders isn't taking himself as seriously as he normally does. The cast is great. And it's just the kind of thing that if you haven't seen it, and I look forward to uh, people uh, having the chance to check that out. Um, another big favorite of mine for the summer was The Avengers. I absolutely love The Avengers. Um, I'm, again, I'm not a huge Joss Whedon fan, but he really did a phenomenal job in it balancing so many terrific characters and you didn't feel like any of them were left out and I can't wait for a sequel for that. Um, and then another favorite, probably my, my third favorite of the of the summer was Prometheus. Kind of like uh, like uh, Alan was saying, a lot of people are dumping on the movie, but at the same time, it's just, it's got a real level of wit and imagination to it that a lot of movies don't have nowadays. Beautiful visually. I mean, yes, it has its issues, but I mean, it's really effective and I, I'm really excited to, you know, if you have the chance to make a sequel or two. I'm excited to see where it goes, and I'm really excited to get the the Blu-ray and pop in and see some of the deleted yeah. scenes and see um, a couple other solid hits for the summer for me. I really like Dark Shadows. I know nobody else uh, in our extended out now family did. My mom liked um, it, but I I really enjoyed it. Well, I love your mom. She's awesome. Um, no, it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I really dug um, 
Johnny's performance. I really enjoyed it. Another solid hit for me was uh, Tyrone with Love. That was one of the funnier films I saw this summer. I love Woody, and it's not one of his A-list movies, but it's still something that's a lot of fun. And again, the quality of the writing is just something that you don't have in a lot of comedy nowadays. Um, in my good but could have been better category, I've got Brave, because I liked the movie, but I felt like it missed on a couple levels that it really should have hit home on. Um, and then in the biggest disappointment category, um, ironically, one of my bigger disappointments of the summer was Beasts of the Southern Wild. I really expected to like that movie a lot more than I did. And then upon further reflection, I found myself disliking it more and more, or just really? not really seeing any anything that really it didn't really give me anything to hang my hat on. And I was so, bummed out by that because I kept hearing about what great What about that? The little girl in it, you didn't like. You, she didn't enchant you, or she's fantastic. If she gets an Oscar nomination, she's completely deserving. If she wins, I'm okay with that. She's a fantastic performer, and that was great. That was undeniably a great part of the film. But as a whole, the film just didn't land. You appreciate for me. the visual aesthetic. Um, I liked some of the visual aesthetic. Yes, because that's like that's I what think... that's a main point from uh, for just how I appreciate the movies. Just I just feel it's going on the like the most unique looking movies that I've seen this year, and I think that goes a long way for. It's really different. I like, you know, you people always say, oh, movies don't take risks. Well, that movie takes a lot of risks. I mean, it's even hard to understand some of the dialogue. I, I yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, you know what? I'm all for people taking risks. Totally right. down with it. It's just for me, you know, because, again, I, I was in Sundance, and this was the, the it movie of the festival. Everybody was going nuts. Like, Three of my colleagues saw it. They all like different types of movies. They all were raving about it. And so I was totally jazzed. And when I saw it, I mean, the first half really kind of misses – me in the second half. Really I really want you to like this film too, because it seems like you would be the kind of person that would appreciate it. Like I wouldn't recommend that film to everyone. There's people, you know, that I know that you know, Expendables is their favorite film, so I probably wouldn't recommend this to them. But to you, I would, th- I would be sure that you would like it. So that's, you know, I respect it. I respect yeah. the movie. I really do. I just don't particularly. Mark, it's funny how you were talking about Marcus Robinson just then. <laughs> well, actually, I don't. He actually, his tastes are quite deep as well. So I'm not. Saying I know. It's just I know, you know he loves the Expendables and didn't like Beast of the. He hated Beast of the Wild. <laughs> I mean, he, I just, he did I just hate hope it. He yeah. to this episode. I, he really <laughs> hated. Um, and then my number one disappointment of the summer, which I have talked about in detail on this show, so I won't do that again here, uh, is The Dark Knight Rises. No film <laughs> of this particular year disappointed me more than that one, and I'm. It's a bummer, but yeah. That's where I'm at with uh, summer 2012. All right. So. I respect that, even though I'm silently shaking my head. <laughs> we just, every, Adam, every time you say you hate The Dark Knight Rises, we lose a couple listeners. Hey, so, man. Uh, hey. Uh, we got hashtag Christian Stewart, Twilight, love, Team Jake, all the way. Well, that's so, true, yeah. Okay. I've, I'm I sure really, I, lo- I lost I, a few when I said <laughs> that. Can't do much more for the show, right? <laughs> we already got Christian Stewart. Uh. <laughs> Those are the results. I came in last place. Alan, right in front of me. Then Mark, and then Abe, and then Adam is our big winner. Medal. Adam Gentry. So that means you do get a prize, sir. Does that mean I get to be, be on the Avengers you podcast? You get to be on the Avengers podcast. <laughs> you get to yes. be on both. Yeah, whatever, whenever the Avengers sequel comes out, and if we're still doing this podcast, why not? You'll, be, you'll, you'll, you'll for sure be on that podcast, and you also get to be on the podcast of your choice. Not a hard thing to accomplish anything, because all you have to do is ask. Sure. But that's the prize you wanted, so that's what it is. Um, and 
Oh, yeah, the choice. I mean, what, what are the options? I mean, like, like vacation in, you know, Malibu or something? You get to be on the podcast of your choice. Like, whatever movie's coming out that you, okay. you want to be on, you get to you get to be on that podcast. Awesome. Um, and I, I do actually have a gift that I will be giving you for winning this thing. So, there you go. No, that's awesome. No, I, it's a, it was fun to be a part of the contest. I had no aspirations for actually winning, and it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, Abe, that just shows you that even though you were correct in predicting the Avengers to be number one this one summer, you still lost. <laughs> Damn that G.I. Joe. Although, it didn't live up to our massive expectations of blowing Avengers out of the water. Which, in hindsight, yeah, it shouldn't have, I don't know, because I don't it know wasn't in 3D. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, nine times out of ten, I would have made the same Dark yeah, I would have picked that too. I made. I, I made, oh, like, I, the only thing, I just... I only under I underestimated the Avengers performance. I, that's that's my mm-hmm. I, I I underestimated that it'd be. I mean, even with I don't think anyone saw yeah. that coming. I mean, yeah. I I didn't. I think when, I think if you think about if you consider the factors now, you understand that yeah, the Avengers besides having the 3D screens, which adds on enough. I mean, it also is just more enjoyable and fun to watch than Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yes. And it's that perfect four quadrant movie that just hits yeah, every. People wanted to keep seeing the Avengers. The Dark Knight, like, as good as it as many of us may think it is, it's not exactly like the fun movie of the summer that you can't wait to see again. Like, that's true. The Avengers made what um, six over six hundred million dollars. The Dark Knight made four hundred thirty. I mean, even without the three D factored in, Dark Avengers still wins. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, anything else we need to go over? Okay. So, so yeah, Adam, you are a big winner for the summer box office scam. Congratulations again. Way to go. I want to thank my fellow nominees. <laughs> uh, Congratulations, Adam. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to doing this again next year. And of course, we did do our Oscar thing last year, too. So that'll be fun to, as far as competitions and out now go. So that'll be fun to do again whenever we get to that. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it this week for this bonus episode about Now with Aaron and Abe. You can, of course, find more of my work at my personal blog, thecodazeek.com, where you can find all my written movie reviews, as well as theysoblue.com for all my Blu-ray reviews, as well as the uh, summer wrap-up article that I did write, which uh, you know obviously relates to this episode. And you can, of course, find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Aaron's PS3. Abe? You can find more fun stuff at walrusmoose.blogspot.com and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Alan? You can find me on past episodes of Out Now with Aaron and Abe. And you can find me on Twitter.com at MrDVD. Mark? I write for my personal blog, FastFilmReviews.WordPress.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at Mark underscore Hoban. And our big winner, Adam. You can find more of my stuff at Things I Know About the Movies located at EverythingYouAlwaysWantedToKnow.Blogspot.com, at Twitter.com slash ILTwinAnarchist, and at MovieSmackDown.com. Okay, and of course you can find all our other episodes, our regular episodes, where we review new movies weekly at uh, iTunes. All the episodes are located there, as well as at hhwlod.com, the wonderful podcast network that hosts our show, as well as other shows that are fun and enjoyable that relate to comics and games and movies and other fun stuff. And of course, our newest episodes can all be found at outnow.podomatic.com and some exclusives. Uh, and you can also email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com. What do you think of the summer happening at the box office? Feel free to email in, write some comments, give us some maybe some questions, maybe, you know, whatever. That's what the email's for. And, of course, facebook.com slash outnowpodcast and twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. You can feel free to follow and like those sites and catch up on the random updates, photos, and whatever we put up on there. We like having fun on the uh, the old Twitter and Facebook feeds. And I think that's going to do it. 
Um, this episode should probably come out after our lawless episode, but before whatever we do next on next week's show, which we have no idea what we're going to be doing yet. So <laughs> we'll find out. But until next time, so long. And goodbye. Trees swaying in the summer breeze Showing off their silver leaves As we walked by Soft kisses on a summer's day Laughing all our cares away Just you and I Sweet of summer nights Gazing at the distant lights In the starry sky They say that all good things must end Someday Autumn leaves must fall But don't you know Say goodbye to you Wish you didn't have to go No, 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 no And when the rain Beats against my window pane I'll think of summer days again Dream of you.